Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the All Things Bengals podcast with yours truly, B Things, and the usual, my guy, co host, Bengals Drake. Drake, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing great, bro. Real football is almost back. I mean, um, we got. Fo- oh, my gosh. We got a game in two days, bro. I didn't think about that. Well, technically, isn't it tomorrow? Holy shit. Fucking tomorrow. Well, <laughs> Drake giving all the juice away. The the recipe to our great episodes is that we record at midnight. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right, bro. Technically tomorrow. Um, what a fucking shitty way to start the season. Browns football? Ugh, dude. Nasty. I mean, whatever. I guess we got to see. Shout out Op. Op fan. Uh, my dude, Manny. He's obsessed with fucking whatever Dorian Thompson dude. Oh, I want to see him. Yeah, I definitely want to yeah, see him. Yeah, yeah, like, he's good, but he is so obsessed with that backup quarterback, and I guess that's who we're going to be watching tomorrow. Or, because Deshaun Watson has everything to prove, maybe it's going to be Deshaun Watson, Zach Wilson, mid-off? Is, is he a Bengals fan, the guy you're talking about? Manny? Oh, hell nah. He's he's the dude that fucks around, acts like he's putting us in the crock pot. He, he's, <laughs> a, he's a super cool dude. Yeah, he, he's a homie for sure, but he's a big op, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, but um, look, football, like you said, bro, it's pretty much here. And uh, Drake, dude, we had to get to the juice, you know, before we started, uh, you know, officially recording here. Yeah. This first five days of training camp is surefire on how the 2023 season is going to go, right? So DJ DJ Ivy has to be a starting corner. Tanner well, Hudson, I, maybe him at tight end. I, I I agree with you, man. I think I think a lot of the you know first five days was that the first the most important five days. Yep. Like. Yeah, so, I mean, that really – I mean, you look at Damian Willis, one of the greatest receivers of all time. He was right. one of those – remember that? So, yep. I mean, I, I I understand it. I mean, it, and, and unfortunately, Miles Murphy is a complete and utter bust. So, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate how some things play out. But, yeah, dude, I mean, that's just how it goes. I'm kidding. Obviously, um, not to that extent. It's funny to start – to see some people um, look, questions are valid. They're always valid, right? Um, and this is a joke over everything. Nobody is packing anything in. That that whole little bullshit there was obviously the joke. But you see some people making some tweets, concerned. Look, nobody. It should be as even keel as it gets right now. These are. This is the fundamentals of the fucking fundamentals. I don't give a shit if a player looks the like un, an alien, like yeah. not human, like, oh my gosh, he's wrecking shit, or he looks like dog shit. It has been five days in a training camp, okay? Things take time. Sure, it's fun. It's exciting over everything. It's exhilarating. And it's cool to see when players do good. It's bad. It's alarming when we see players do bad but let the shit play out man you know and like that that can kind of lead into who some of those guys are who are some of the guys that some people would deem uh oh that's kind of alarming or the pleasant surprises the people that would think oh my god this dude's him there's multiple of those guys bro who are some of those guys for you like like within these first five days yeah who do you think uh, are the standouts so far on the negative side and the positive side? Oh, uh, so I think on the positive, it's obviously DJ Ivy, um, DJ Turner, um, DJ then, Reader. Yeah, all DJ. the DJs, just fucking all the DJs. Did you see that picture I posted? It was uh, DJ Reader just blasting through on Cordell, and Cordell was just literally like had his jersey nearly off because <laughs> at that point like it was already through like i was like, Man. like <laughs> nah 
he's going crazy. But yeah, man, all the DJs are doing good. Um, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of Dax. I haven't. I mean, that's not necessarily, but I I haven't seen a lot of Dax Hill. Maybe that's you know maybe that's a good thing. Uh, I don't you know. Yeah, I mean, I I've been hearing that. Um same comment you know maybe it's a good thing my personal opinion this is certainly not me sounding any alarm as i just clearly prefaced but i would be on the side of thinking objectively because they're like oh you know maybe it's like kind of an offensive line type of thing if you don't hear the guy that's a good thing because they're not you know a fucking liability for safety my opinion like just observing i don't really think so i feel like you should see the players stand out because you want them to be making plays. Yeah, so sure. I, I I don't think it'd be the type of thing like, oh, it's a good thing if you're not hearing his name. But look, dude. I think it's um, a pre thing for Dax, honestly. And, and it's – I think it's even longer than the pure uh, preseason thing, bro. What have we been saying about our new safety unit coming into this season? Oh, they're going to be 100% ready to go at an elite level developed right. by week one? No. Right. Week 10. That's my personal opinion. Some people are like, bye week. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, bye weeks earlier this year. Uh, or I don't know, maybe six, seven games, four games, three games. Lou and Romo will get them ready by week one. Whatever. It's going to take time. Okay? So that is a big thing that I've been hearing more of, bro. We were fucking around, you know, before the pod. Um, some people are going out of their way to say uh, concern for Nick Scott, question mark. Dax Hill question mark for me no like it's gonna take time dude like these guys it's more than this is the time for training not polishing like it just comes back to the macro the macro dude fans are super 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 excited and it's a great thing that the energy is high but we cannot allow that to delineate from the truth here and that is this is training camp they are training to develop themselves into this role with this new scheme with lou ludini not hey can you run the most basic ass concept for me real quick no hey we're gonna implement some crazy fucking shit you ready like i mean that's how it is though so it's gonna take time for all these things so yes the dax and the nick scott um, Dax, not so many low lights. Nick Scott, some low lights. Uh, not a ton of highlights. Nothing to sound the alarm for. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've heard that the defense has looked good. So, I mean, I haven't heard any. Honestly, I've not. I feel like I've not heard really any negatives regarding total mm-hmm. offense. Besides, maybe the backup quarter play, of course. But besides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think everything's good to go. I mean, he's and, got... and bro, like, what is it? All of a sudden, easy for a secondary to play Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler? Right. No, Irv Smith. It's right. never easy, bro. Like, oh, and by the way, they got new backups who have been shining multiple times in Big Body Ao and fucking Charlie Jones. Like, you get no breaks, bro. So. Yeah. yeah, you know, to to kind of um, make that full circle for safety, swing it over to the receivers. Dude, Jamar and T. Look, Jamar is Jamar, okay? Bro, Jamar. Uh, bro. Man, he's getting so much separation right now, bro. Uh, I, Dude, he keeps his improvement. It you just you cannot get much better, <laughs> giftedness wise. You really can't. Like you truly can't with just a guy like Jamar. Um, uh, what's the word? I mean, technicalities, sure, but that's a nuance thing. That's a preference. So if you kind of put that aside, on hey, what's your preference of what a quote unquote good receiver looks like? Put that shit aside. You don't need to get better at a damn thing, Jamar. But he keeps getting better. So, and not only is he getting better, T is a fucking monster, dude. 
Like, what have we heard every fucking training camp, Drake? Oh, man, T. Higgins looks good. Year one. Damn, he looks really good. Wonder how he's going to fit in with A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd in this offense with Joe Burrow. Year two, holy shit, T. looks like a new man. He was a boy. I mean, we talked about it with A.O., bro, and we all remember T. looked like a fucking kid. Like, he looked like a baby-faced kid, bro. Like an overaged, held-back high schooler in his senior year. Develops into the second year. Impressive training camp. Last season's training camp. Holy shit, this is a dude, and he's going to play like a dude. He finished 2021 dominantly, and now, dude, no one can stop him. Just like Jamar shit, bro. I mean, these these guys, these guys are going to be really good. The receivers, like, ah, Jamar's separation is what's been, like, catching my eye the most. Like, the unlike his out route. Like, he's just getting to the next level. Like, a crazy Dude, it's his level. burst, bro. I mean, it's with the backup quarterbacks is what's surprising me the most. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, damn. Like, he's one of those guys. You know what I mean? Like, he's one of those guys. Because it, it's not like they're going, you know, they're going up against scrub corners. You know, Camp Taylor Britt's a fine cornerback that's going to prove himself this year. DJ, he's eat a lot and he's staying on guys like I I mean he's he's not he's not getting burned. That's all I'm saying. Like DJ Turner unless you, you probably, literally can't burn him. Like it's right. it's impossible. unless he unless he falls to the ground or something, you know, that's about the yep. only only way. Bro, do you remember um it, it was uh on the what is it like back together Saturday, something like that? Uh, yeah. That cool event at the stadium. You saw that great Jamar contested catch to where he used Turner uh, on the back, on, you know, against his back, pinned the ball yeah. against his back for the catch. Incredible. Then he like fucking grips it underhanded or overhanded, like over his head as he lands on the ground. Incredible shit. Dude, if you watch that fucking replay, the makeup speed of DJ fucking Turner is insane. Bro, Jamar runs a four flat or four three flat, four flat. That'd be insane. Four three flat, pretty much. DJ caught up with him, bro. Like what you were saying, what we have seen every fucking snap almost, almost against good corners too, is Jamar creating these fucking two yards of separation, like boom, like yeah. instantly, bro. He. Could not do that against DJ Turner on that rep. And and it was really impressive. Like, there was nothing else that DJ Turner could have done speed-wise to make up on that play. And you just think of how many receivers are better at creating space than him. I'm not saying there's none. There's definitely some, you know. But, like, there's a few ways of how to do that, not to get there, just keeping it with space. There's not many that can do it better. And you see him just then, day three, day four, of camp in the NFL and you're showing shit like that, dude. And like, there's going to be nobody that's going to put him in the dirt, bro. I just, that the coaches just threw him out there. They just like, all right, DJ against Jamar. You know what I mean? Like they, they did not, Mm -hmm. they did not care at all, which is, I mean, obviously it's training camp, but you know, I want to see DJ, you know, against against these Green Bay guys. I think that's that's gonna be interesting. Ooh, um, for sure. Ooh, man. I wonder if Christian Watson's gonna get any any work at all. Um he, is he injury or is he good? No. I mean you just you know how it is. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean obviously a lot's in the air with Jordan Love. Oh shit. Oh, I'm thinking of joint practice. Oh, bro, joint <laughs> practice. Oh, man, yes. I can't wait, dude. That's what I'm talking about, joint practice. Not you. Yeah, it might be. I forgot. Um, oh, my gosh, bro. I fucking love joint practices. I can't wait. Uh, that is going to be so fun. Christian Watson is an alien um, athletically, profile-wise, so that's going to be super fun to go up kind of against these alien-type guys. Yeah. Um, that's dope, bro. I mean, I, I can't wait. And like we were just talking about with the, sorry, I mean to cut you off with Jamar, 
with Jamar and like CTB and DJ Turner. Totally random, but one one thing that I've been peeping, you know, during all these training camps is like Sauce Gardner against Garrett Wilson. Like that is just a crazy like they are just making themselves better every single like wow, like that's gonna be that's gonna be nasty. But this the fact that you 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 really think about it, like Jamar being one of the best in the league, especially as a as a deep route. I mean, last year obviously because of what the defenses did, I think it you know took away the deep ball a lot. But that's what's great about year three is that they're not gonna know what's up. I, I love that. But the fact is, like Jamar Jamar going against DJ, bro. Even Ivy or Turner, you know what I'm saying? Like that is just making those guys better, and especially I, you know, T is such a big body receiver, and we, you know, we saw, you know, guys like Mike Hilton, which respectfully I feel like people know, like he's not the best in coverage. So like it, it I feel like with these guys, like you know, Ivy and Turner. You could flip the script, you know, throw these guys on, you know, on the big guy, you know, T Higgins, so they can actually, if they're put in that situation, they've already experienced that. You know what I mean? I mean, T is one of the, one of the best. I was seeing some crazy stuff today on Instagram, man. Like after the George Pickens um, catch, someone was, you know, going crazy on Instagram saying like, George Pickens is the best, like, uh, contested catch wide receiver in the NFL. Oh gosh, dude. And I was oh, oh listen, dude, I, I gotta add this <laughs> side note real quick. I, I don't know if you heard it in the space today. Um I muted the word Pickens. Um and hopefully that doesn't mean I mute Pickensburg because uh, ironically I like him, his goofy ass. Uh Pickens, I can't fucking stand George Pickens. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Look, on the field, like what He's a really good wide receiver. Yeah. I hate his dumbass antics. He's a fucking punk little bitch. And I don't like him, bro. <laughs> like, was I, I'm not this is respectful because like obviously I'm I mean, you're you're not much older than me, but like do you think his dad was ever like that? Uh I mean, I have no idea. Uh, but are you referring to his dad as Carl Pickens? Yeah, yeah. It, it it was actually not his dad. I don't really? think it was. Yep. It, there was a lot of smoke out there. I looked on multiple sources. No way. It was, but it's not. I think they may be cousins, though. Yeah, bro. So that was the whole thing. And to say <laughs> that, absolutely not. Like I, the, I will die before I go on a George Pickett segment on this on this podcast. But just to keep it there, bro. Like no, that's real. Apparently, that's yeah, real. dude. Just the whole antics, like this demon mode. Like, yes, you are a demon, and I hate demons, <laughs> so I I don't give a shit about George Pickens. He is really good. He will be a problem. Uh, but yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> Bro, Pickensburg posted today. It was a picture of um, Joey Porter Jr. It was something like along the lines of uh, Pickens' son or something like that. And I was like, I commented, I was like, Charlie Jones' son. (laughs) Great, bro. Yes. Yeah, I mean, look, dude, we could, could, uh, you know, touch on these uh, backup receiver guys. Had they been producing out during this camp as well, then we can really turn it. We've talked a lot about what the corners have faced, but I kind of want to go in depth on what the corners have been after the water series here. So Charlie has been everything that we thought he was. Everything that that we thought he was coming in, an older guy, a lot of fucking experience through college, a lot of obstacles, and a lot of um, obstacles that went under the radar to where people just kind of didn't really see him as that much of a quality receiver. They just saw him, you know, oh, you know, he was a product of, you know, he was a product of his environment with the schemes he was in. Thus, that equates to his ability. Nope. That is a good-ass fucking wide receiver. And he's been causing a lot of problems in camp. Uh, Looking at some of the clips from training camp, like just the little outs in the end, 
shit. He literally looks like he's gonna fit in this system perfectly. I think he's gonna be the 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 toy that no one expected. You know, on on the offense, honestly, I feel like he's gonna be a really good slot receiver. Yeah. I just looking at it so far, I mean, the the catch across the middle, bro. He gets air time. Like he gets freaking air time. Yeah. Like he really does. He gets up there. I mean, I was like, wow. Like this dude, this dude has 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 vertical. Like he can he can really jump. So I I think that's gonna be very fun to see how that plays out in preseason. And you know, I I pray that really you know all those guys can can stay healthy. You know, we saw, and I'm not you know I'm not trying to get totally off topic or anything because we're talking about the receivers, but. You know, a guy like Travion went down today with a sprained ankle. And then, you know, uh, I think the the three-tech, the guy you like. Yeah, uh, Devonshe Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, so those two. So I just, yeah, I just hope in the preseason, you know, all these guys, you know, not even just the receivers, everyone can just stay healthy. It's going to be interesting, though, really to see Charlie in the slot and AO, you know, at the X. I think that's going to be cool to see man it's really cool to see and i i'm gonna be interested to see who really wins that that battle out of browning and simeon i know browning browning might have might be outperforming right now simeon which is kind of kind of impressive you know because it is bro but but i i want to see i want to see uh i want to see in the preseason i think that's going to be a big determination of that for real for real yeah, no, nah, for sure, bro. And it is exciting. Like, I'm thinking, dude, it, I mean, this is probably the most exciting, you know, QB watch that we've seen outside of what Joe Burrow, you know, hoping to see him play or whatever. That's kind of on the side. Reed Sennett. Or how do you say his name? Uh, Reed Sennett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. which. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who said this? I think shout out James Rapine or Jake Lisko. They said this. Guys, if you did not hear this, you're going to want to hear this crazy stat. Joe Burrow's only loss in preseason came against Reed Sinnett in the Miami Dolphins. So Reed Sinnett is 1-0 and against Joe Burrow. Crazy stat. And you know what else? You know what else? What? He threw 300 yards against this. Oh, threw- my God. What the fuck, dude? Did they not have another fucking backup quarterback? Bro, there. I was there, bro. It was it was crazy. I was like, man, this dude is cooking. It was us. a fun-ass game, bro. Like, <laughs> for some week three preseason dumb shit, probably 5,000 fans there at the very end. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm sure there was more. But, like, that was the crazy fucking Trent, Trent Taylor tip touchdown type shit. Chris Spade. That was a fun game. Probably, uh, I remember going to the Bears preseason one, and it, I think that I'm pretty sure that was the Auden Tate. Game that was the Auden Tate game, bro. Yeah. yeah, and I was right there in that end zone too, where the the go ball went up, and it was like crunch time. It was like probably fourth quarter. Yeah, like, two minutes left. I was like, "Damn, he really caught that." I was like, "He's about to be it, bro." He's about <laughs> to be it. Look at us, bro. We got our AJ Green predecessor right here. No man, Auden Auden is a super cool. My mom actually was battling battling cancer, bro. Like he he actually commented on my post and was like, "Hey, I'm prayers up, bro." Like, and then he he caught he wound up like catching up, you know, making sure she you know she was okay. And when she you know when she was good, then he he also commented again. I was like, "Damn, Auden, he's cool as fuck." I used I mean I used to actually on my old account. I used to talk to Auden quite a bit. I mean, yeah. not obvious. I'm not gonna act like I was his friend or anything, but definitely yeah. talked to him quite a bit. He was cool. He was very, very interactive with the with the fans. But Ao, I'm gonna be very interested to see if he can get get a burst. You know, I want to see how he can if he can get separation. I want to see that athleticism. You know, I really want to. Yeah, yeah. You know it. It's definitely something uh, more to be desired with AO, but no legit criticisms for me for him so far. I mean, look, dude, it, these corners have just been so fucking impressive in this camp, dude. Like, they really 
are just good. They are playing good football. I mean, the of course, there's lots of corners. There's there's multiple that I probably don't even fucking know that are like back, back, back in UDFA, like 85 through 90 type guys. But like the only corner that I'm thinking of that has had a rough camp is Sidney Jones. That dude has been getting fucking cooked by our guys, bro. Like, you mean, wait a sec. Do you mean that? So when I when I watch training camp and I see him, I I just try to tell myself when I look at him, I'm like, that's Stephon Gilmore. That's 24. That's fucking Stephon. Well, that's Stephon Gilmore, baby. Well, <laughs> we just we just burned Stephon Gilmore. <laughs> well, you also, if you look close enough with some binoculars, you also see number zero balling out there too. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. We did cover that. You, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. That... Did I tell you? Um, one of the one of my sources, they were they were talking to one of the coaches, and they were like, "Man, bro, like." Zero, he looks nice. He looks nice for real. Yeah, so he looks nice over there on the fucking sidelines. He looks really presentable. He's well, they, a great they actually, job corroborating with the said, people. With the, they needed a water boy for this upcoming high end job right there. I'm honored. No, I would do that. I would do that. Look, like, dude, I, there's only 64 positions on the planet, you know, like that, and I'm super honored to be able to. You know, have the opportunity to play that of the words of legend Jonah Williams. Oh, let's talk about Jonah Williams. Ah, uh, you know what? Yeah, we we got to get into it, bro. Uh, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Before we do, I, I do want to add this a bit more with AO. Uh, yeah. This is kind of assuring myself that, um, you know, we can't wait for the preseason games to play out. Um, he's been going up against some really athletic corners uh but also DJ Ivy he's he's a big corner dude he's like 6'1 long wingspan you know big strides like they've gone toe to toe and um i i would like to see i, I would like to see you know what I, I just need to refrain overall I, I need to see the game cuz like who knows how many routes AO has ran when i see these highlights or maybe he's just gassed whatever the fuck was happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I would just like to see a bit better uh, uh, vertical vert when he works on these 50-50 balls. Because, like, that's a 6'3 wide receiver. I want to see him get up a bit more. Like, I'm glad to see his position. Like, this is me getting real X's nosy with wide receiver. Because, like, I, I just love getting into that type of shit with him. But, like, I need to see him get up more. Because he needs to utilize that size better. Because it comes back to the philosophy and the mindset that I've had with him all along. We want to see him win. How that's going to happen for a guy being a six-round pick rookie. You've got to look like a man amongst boys. So he looks big as fuck out there. He is dense, dude. He's a thick dude, man. Like, this ain't no... Look. Time to look at some traffic. Yes, bro. And, like, he can take that shit. So... With that power, I mean, you saw him have the great contested catch against the first-team defense, which was fun, in red zone, uh, seven-on-sevens. That was the, you know, the Nick, uh, Nick Scott bad play where a lot of people were concerned. My dude, he's a 6'3 wide receiver that is strong. You know, uh, he was talking about how strong he is in traffic. He said that, you know, when we were interviewing him. So, um, overall... I definitely like what I see. This is kind of for myself, assuring and affirming myself of what we're clamoring on at the beginning of the show. It's five days into practice. <laughs> it's going to take a lot of time. So I I really crazy. like what I see from the water receiver so far. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. This is week two, technically. Ain't that crazy? It is, bro. And it, I, I was thinking, like, I still don't have a specific number on how many training camp practices there are. Because, like, what is the merger to preseason practice? Because, like, the gist changes a bit. You know, yeah. it begins to crystallize a bit more. Okay, here, this dude is XYZ number in this position group for, you know, second team, third team. Obviously, because first team to take care of pretty much everywhere. I don't know. Like, how many training camp practices are there? Like, we may be halfway through training camp already. Because preseason, we got a preseason game 
in nine days now. We got joint practice and fucking. Here, I got you. A week? Because I, I actually think training camp is going to be pretty long for real, for real. They're just going to like spread it out. So, like, you know, some yeah. days, some days um, they won't. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, August 16th. So, I mean, they, they are, you know, probably halfway through it. Oh, know. wow. Shit. Yeah. Really? So, that's what it's saying. Training camp ends August 16th. Yeah. That's the interesting thing, bro, because, like I'm saying, like, I feel like that's just verbiage at that point. That's just word usage. Like, it's not like, hey, guys, training camp's over. You know, we're completely changing up how we practice, <laughs> like, a bit. But, like, it kind of happens, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? I like 38. Go ahead, give them three more reps to the first team. You know what I mean? Like, hey, never mind. Like, take them out. I don't want to see them on first team again. It kind of siphons itself out. So, I don't know, but. Look, dude, it, we can go ahead getting into the O-line. Uh, you mentioned Jonah Williams. What has been um, your, you know, what have you taken away from Jonah Williams' play so far? You know, I, I think it, it's going to be Jonah, in my opinion. I, I think that we, we've talked about it, right? We've talked about he's limited in ways just, just because of his size, simply, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but – I think I think it's just it's going to be you know a learning curve. I think Frank Pollock you know talked good on him. You know said that you know said that uh, said some some high praise things about him. Uh, but one thing that was noticeably pointed out from you know Pollock's standpoint was about Jackson's athleticism. Saying we've talked about that on this podcast, so I feel like that's just something that really separates Jackson a lot, you know, is, you know, is his athleticism and, you know, he's able to move, move better. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you look at Jonah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I know a lot of people, you know, talking about Jonah being in the twos consecutively, but I think that's, I think that's just going to be something for right now that they're, you know, they're just, they're testing you know they they're seeing they're seeing what they want out there. I don't think it's oh Jonah's automatically the backup, but we definitely got to see more more out of both of them. That's why I said I think preseason's going to be very interesting. I think you guys were were talking about it good in the spaces today that you know if Jonah's out there in the preseason, bro, and he's getting burned by third stringers, that's not okay. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. that's not okay. So. We're definitely gonna have to see that position out, man. Because if if Jackson if Jackson wins the job, man, Jackson wins the job. I mean, even you know, no matter what what the money looks like, you know, that's gonna have to be mm. either the Bengals are gonna have to, you know, and that's that's gonna be a thing. We talked about that too, right? A middle yep. middle average type of left tackle, because the 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 argument could always be, well. You know, he's played at left tackle his whole career. So, you know, we got Orlando, so we had, you know, we didn't have nothing to do but put him on the right side. That could always be the Bengals' defense is that, look, he he's not a terrible left tackle. Like, he's going to give you quality play. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. that I think that's going to be something that's going to be interesting to play. Jackson. Jackson. So Jackson's been in the ones quite a bit, I assume. If, if Jonah's been – in the twos, that means Jackson's had to have been in the ones. I, yeah, bro. I, I know the one guy in this space. Um, shout out to him. I don't know his name specifically. Burn. He, yeah, Burner, Burner. Yeah, uh, he, you know, he's been doing really good coverage. I actually didn't hear, you know, what he had to say about Carmen or Williams, but yeah, I'd be interested to see how how Carmen is looking. James is. Yeah, bro, I, I think you summed it up great, you know, uh, with multiple points there, of course, with what we have talked about of Jonah and Jackson. And and uh, Game On mentioned this today, and uh, you, you actually agreed with his point of view. And, and I will stand on the other side, which is I, I just feel like I love the talk. And there has been proof of this, by the way, so I'm not wholeheartedly standing here. But look, dude, $12.9 million is $12.9 million. 
So I love the mentality of, hey, we're going to put the best five out there. I love it. And I'm not saying they're not inclined to do that. Yeah. But $12.9 million is $12.9 mil. And I know that they want – they. it is heavily leaning towards Jonah. Obviously because of the experience, not denying that, but that money means something. So I feel like I've been hearing that from some people. That's just my opinion. You know, yeah. it's like I said, I would love to stand on the idea of purely may the best man win. Dollars mean nothing. And I know Frank's even more inclined to do that as well because he did not hesitate to take care of Billy Price in 2019 or 2018. So whatever, you know, when That's, he uh, right. left, blah, blah, whatever. And he did do that with Billy. And that was the prize possession first round pick, you know, from one, two, or three years ago, whatever it was. So, nonetheless, bro, um, Jackson has taken more snaps than Jonah on first team. Much? No. Uh, Jonah did take a day off. Uh, look, for every Trade Chiefs. <laughs> who said that, bro? Um, uh, this guy who who is really nice. Uh, I We never heard of him in the space, bro. He said that. He said Jonah Williams is going to get traded to the Chiefs, and we're going to beat him off of the back of Jonah's demise in the ABC <laughs> game. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what a crazy full circle moment, bro!" Like the Chiefs just have an absolute backbreaker of efficiency from Jonah, and it like, like, I just <laughs> some stupid ass hypothetical, like third and eight. The Chiefs are fighting down by three in Paycor, and Trey gets that game-clinching sack or strip sack because of Jonah. Like, how crazy would that be? But I don't know, bro. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, bringing it back with the reality now, uh, you you were on point with multiple points, bro. That There's more to be desired for both of them. Like, what has my opinion been? What I believe is that they want to see Jackson blow the fucking doors off for them to feel confident to put him at the one. He has not done it. All right. It's kind of like. No, I don't want to go there. I was going to say it's kind of like the corners against the wide receivers because our wide receivers are like out of this world. But our edge, our pass rush is really fucking good. So it's not easy to. Just dog up a Sam Hubbard, who is one of the best straight-line bull rushers, technique-wise, of any edge rusher in the fucking league. He will bully any tackle. And Trey Hendrickson's one of the best fucking pure pass rushers in football. It's not an easy task. Yes, he's not seeing Trey much. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how much can you expect? But I think that lot of sense i really do i think that makes a lot of sense when you're talking you know game to game basis right like you're not gonna get all-star play out of jonah all the time but it, yeah. you know he, he should be able to hold it down you know what i mean he he knows that he's in a contract year he's gotta he's gotta really do something like he's, he's exactly bro well he, here's what we've been talking about all along yeah jonah's detriment is never going to go away unless if he just decided to gain 30 pounds, which then that would affect even more of his lesser than athleticism. So Jonah will always get beat by dudes that know how to out leverage him with fucking bull rushes. Almost any guy can because he weighs fucking 307 pounds. Like Sam Hubbard's are going to fuck you up. That's what he's been doing. Bullying Jonah, bro. Like, bullying him. Not completely throwing him on his ass, but, like, them bull rushes work every fucking time on Jonah. And Jackson, not as much. But Jackson's been struggling with his feet horizontally. He's been really struggling to fucking jump out into space and and get in a leveraging position against these pass rushers. So, it's just more to be desired. Sam might just step into a different gear this year for real. You know, he could, you know, he's already been talking about how he wants to have double digit sacks. So can you imagine 
Hendrickson and Hubbard. And then you got guys like Murphy and Osai that can come in. I just think that's that's insane. And I agree with you. I think that's that's a big task for anyone to go up against. And you know, the first five days, you know, first five days back, you know, you gotta go against these guys. And it's different when you're the guy going at the going at the guy, but when you're the guy behind, you know, having to prevent that guy, it's a lot different. So I think that's that's going to be something that plays out, and I agree with you. I think the money definitely has something something to do with it, unless they just go total AWOL, right, and and pull a Billy Price and trade him. But beyond that, I don't. Yeah, I I think that that's your for sure starter week one because you know what I mean. They they have to at least see it out, right? They have to at least see what it looks like on the field, and if it's completely terrible, then then they can visit the idea, but I, I don't think that even right now, you know, Jonah has, is at any type of detriment for his job. I think Jonah, Jonah, Jonah's good right now. I mean, Jackson's gotten a lot of praise this off season, you know, being in good shape, you know, his athleticism, this and that, but it, it's gotta, it, it's just, it's gotta show up. Exactly. He's got Absolutely. Like, he, I don't even know what that would look like in a world of when you're playing in training camp in preseason. It would be simply you're fucking shutting down Hendrickson and Hubbard. You know what I mean? And that's what's so good about having to play those guys in practice because it really, really prepares those dudes. I think that's why we've been able to go on these deep playoff runs because the guys, the guys that are playing against each other are, are good, you know, and the iron is really sharp yeah. in the iron. So it's going to be interesting to see how that tackle tackle play plays out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's going to be really exciting. And um, an angle I was thinking of was like, I mean, you could find, you know, excitement from both sides, whether you get some great pass rushers to go against uh, with the Packers practice or not. But it it's just hard to see these middling, below average tackles try to play good against good edge rushers you're just not going to see much success so it's just it's hard you know it's almost like and they just put pads on today you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly yeah like it was all hand patty cake type shit last time it's hard to even go and fully execute your fucking you know you know bring out your tools from your tool belt you know per se on well, you know, Jonah, Jonah's got all the wrenches and everything there. He's got the whole, the whole thing. True, but <laughs> he's got uh, a rubber mat instead of a hammer. <laughs> Weak. He's, he's he's just Stop. got a rubber mallet, dude. I, this it, episode is brought to you by Jonah Williams. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, it look. The, the perspective I was thinking of was the Packers do not have premier pass rushers. I'm not saying they got bad ones, right. but they don't have – I think they got like uh, – they got Luke – do I want to say Luke Musgrave? Is, is that a fucking country artist? Are you talking <laughs> – he's tight end. Oh, oh, Lucas Van Ness. Lucas Van Ness. Uh yeah, oh, the, yeah. Uh, the edge rusher they drafted in the middle of the first round, Luke Musgraves. I thought that was a fucking country singer. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, so they got the young uh, edge rusher. You can see some quality reps from these tackles. Yeah. Blow them away then. What Jackson did in the Week 18 game against the fucking Ravens, where he threw bum-ass Odafe away out of the fucking fi- – he pissed off the Ravens' teammates he destroyed them that bad. The Ravens teammates on the sidelines jumped Jackson because he destroyed Odafe Owe into their knees so bad. Like, I need a couple reps of that. If you can get that, if you can somehow get that in your maybe nine reps, 13 reps, 16 reps in the preseasons, one, two, three, dude, I, I want him to I just want him to fucking pop off man like 
that's me personally. You know, a lot of people are really set on Jonah. And you know where I stand on it. But, yeah, yeah we haven't seen it yet. So things are really still up in the air right now. I I 100% agree. You know a guy who I want to talk about? Who? Irv Smith. Yes, bro. I mean, I feel like it's what I expected. I mean, what do you think? Is it what you expected or a little bit more, a little bit less? I mean, I I didn't know he, he was going sideline to sideline like that. I mean, honestly. Bro, that toe tap catch, yeah, bro. That one was crazy. Bro, just it, just stay healthy. And like the guy said in the space today, like, bro was, tw- you know, 21. Like, he's he's 24 years old. Like, he's he's literally younger than Joe Burrow. Like, I didn't know he was that young. But it's just like, man, like, if this guy can stay healthy, his athleticism, he's definitely like another receiver on the field. Yep, exactly, bro. I mean, it it can be really fucking fun with him, dude. I mean, it. I'm super excited for it. You've seen really good plays. Um, uh, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm looking back, uh, kind of sidetracked here. I was talking about Ayo little bit ago saying he caught that pass on Nick Scott maybe it was maybe it wasn't but I know that Irv was the one that caught that um yes maybe that was Mike Hilton I don't know oh, he no, really it, fucking impressive back in the end zone toddy catch oh that one I thought you were talking about yeah the sideline one was Nick Scott and then he also had a a touchdown too I think that might have been Nick Scott too honestly yeah uh, oh man yeah <laughs> Nick Scott lowlights. I'm kidding. I mean, which Nick Scott played those well, but that's giving even more praise to Irv. Yeah. Tested in traffic. Dude, he moves so well. He looks so good right now. He's fully healthy. And Zach obviously giving him praise with just how standout as he's been focus-wise. This dude is on demon mode right now. He's got everything to prove, man. Man, and shout out to Irv, man. He he kind of stays up to date on my page, I think. He definitely has been liking some posts. So it's like, man, come on, let's let's get on the interview. Let's get you on, Irv. Let's, get- let's do it, bro. I mean, we might as well hop on for this hype train really picks up because if what we're seeing right now is going to be something persistent, dude. He's going to blow up. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be this year for Irv Smith, if he stays healthy – it will be completely similar to when Eric Ebron had that breakout season for the Colts and how the NFL was just all over Ebron, bro. But I think I think him being so young, bro, he could really establish himself. And I'm not I'm not saying this guy's gonna come out because you know we how we've seen and how we've implemented the tight end position. I feel like they they have been limited, you know, with guys like C.J. Uzama and Hayden Hurst. I feel like a guy like Irv. Smith, it, it gives like Zach Taylor, it gives Joe Burrow, like they have options to do so things so different, right? You know, this guy can go right across the middle and run 50, 60 yards. It, it that's not that's not a problem for a guy like that, which is insane when you're talking about the tight end position, right? So yeah, man, that that's gonna be interesting to watch. I definitely wanna see I definitely wanna see uh in the regular season, I don't think he should get too many too many preseason reps, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I, I mean, for me, I wouldn't give him one because yeah. it's so so crystal clear that his only detriment not been. You know, you know what I think? It, Sorry, I didn't cut you off again. I think I, I want to see him on the sidelines with Jodine, with Jamar Chase, all with their chains on, all dripped out on some viral photos. Yeah. Nah, I like that, dude. Yeah. Nah, I mean, and, and that's probably what we'll see, you know, because he's obviously uh, Jamar's dude, and I'm sure he's everybody's dude now. And, uh, yeah, bro, I mean, he he's never had to prove anything when he's on the field. It's everything when he's off and why he's off, which are the injuries, and that's the last thing they want to, you know, yeah. uh, you know, come um, preseason games. But, yeah, dude, I mean, that's probably it, you know, uh, to recap. Look, guys – Everything looks good right now. This is a great, great, great fucking football team. I mean, in 
and as I will continuously scream upon throughout the entire training camp and even some of preseason, like for a lot of these guys, it's okay if shit is not 100 of 100, all right? You know, like, of course, that doesn't mean to completely be oblivious and say there's no problems, but mainly right now, it's early on. Let's have fun. Let's enjoy watching these guys' quality play. This quality play between these fucking wide receivers and cornerbacks, bro. Every goddamn play. Yes. Like, dude, I mean, these – you got my text earlier, bro. Yeah. CPB, he may really, like, supplant some guys and become some top 10 type corner this year, dude. He's yeah. got everything right with yeah. his game, bro. Oh, I, I 100% agree with is, And you were pointing it out in the spaces today. Like, you don't typically corners that just absolutely wreck you. Like, he, he, might, he might not want to, like you said, go up for the PBU and stuff. He might just want to completely wreck you just so you can't catch it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and, and if you do blast you and that that's going to be special. But before we hop out of here, I want to say one thing, you know, we've seen other receivers, right. In training camp, that's kind of been, I feel like the big thing for, you know, a lot of people and just the highlights in general. Um, but one thing I'm going to be very interested in, in the preseason with now, you know, Travion Williams out with the sprained ankle, you know, obviously probably not going to play, any of the preseason. So when I when I look at or depending on the spring, you know what I mean? But looking at looking at that running back position, bro, I'm gonna be very interested to see Chase Brown. That's gonna be crazy. I, I've been looking at that guy, uh Calvin Tyler. He's you know, he's a UDFA, but I'm just excited to kind of see that running back position, Chris Evans, you know, see those guys really kind of pop off you know i want to see i want to see some some downhill type running styles in the preseason i want to see what those running backs are about for sure bro yeah i agree um yeah definitely dodged a bullet you know to uh the degree of what we thought trey's injury was it sounded pretty bad um this continues to affirm this though as all of us you know became crystal clear with with joe but just always can get misconstrued when a scary moment like an injury happens to any guy the carts are coming out all the time anymore guys so yep. like when we hear uh-oh 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 cart uh-oh oh shit you know what i mean that, like I it doesn't really wait <laughs> you know like uh well you you made the point a couple of days ago too and you you really made it even this much more clear like space wise dude distance wise like, what, are they going to have the fucking players walk 200, 300 yards back into the fucking stadium parking lot? Like, no. Right. Drive them <laughs> over. Like, what's like? you think logically, you know, but, like, it it just all comes back, dude, to, the, to how close of an eye, how close of an ear that these fans have to the player experience and, like, any blemish, any sign of – limitation or concern is magnified times 10. So yeah, yeah, man, with arts, it did seem kind of nasty with Travion, but if we were there, who knows? Like it's just the media guys. They simply said Travion's down gripping right ankle or right leg cards coming out. That is about as worse as a fan could expect to read. But then it's like, Oh, I'm good. Just, sprain my ankle you know like i'll be back in two weeks like so yeah dude definitely dodge the bullet just wanted to bring the macro point back guys if you see the card again like even for uh Devontae maxwell the dude who i was really excited for pretty you know really productive at chattanooga he went out on the cart he may have a fucking sprain too who knows yeah like that that's it's just like i saw some comments it was pretty funny it was like people saying burrow just faked it just for yeah, just for people to <laughs> have Bro, that. Yeah. He probably wanted to walk. They probably <laughs> fucking put him on it. I mean, he's Joe fucking Burrow. If they wanted to, bro, they probably would have him fucking float to the fucking stadium. You know, like, 
Oh my god, did you see what Zim posted today? Nah, what? You gotta go on Instagram. He literally so I guess they were talking about how Joe Burrow isn't doesn't have, you know, he's not limping, he's walking fine. Zim, <laughs> Zim posted a photo below and he's like, I'm not anymore. Let's talk Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was like, geez. No, but I mean that's that's great news, you know, that Joe Joe's walking fine. Cause you know, typically with stuff like that, guys are, you know, walking gingerly, you know. It, you know, and he might not be practicing right now, but it's definitely a good sign that he's not limping and he's walking. I'm sure, you know, he, he's probably experiencing a little bit of pain, but you know, maybe he's 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 in the clear though. I think he'll be good. I think for that first quarter, you know, against the Browns, it might might be a little bit of let's just test it out, see see what it's like. But once he's once I, he's, I don't even think it'll be that bad, bro. Like yeah, the reason yeah. I interjected is because it was what um, I had to firmly say in the space today. Like, look, I I kind of appreciate. I'm more appreciative, um, oddly out of any emotion I've had so far of observing of how panicked these fans and the NFL fans really respect <laughs> or have been for Joe Burrow guys. It's a fucking, it's an extensive calf cramp. Okay. Nope. Like Achilles. Achilles. Strain. Nope. Exactly. Nope. Dude, it is a fucking, <laughs> I know it's crazy. How some people just <laughs> ran to that. They were praying, dude. It was detrimental. No, bro. Look, that was, Send me off, bro. It's like, why are you preying on our downfall? Like, that just goes to show how much they're scared of us, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. I mean, they they want to see it, but like, just connecting it back with the fans and like, you're getting the. Uh, of course, you should have the updates. I'm not saying don't have Joe Burrow updates. Shit, I want to see Joe Burrow updates every day. But the weight that they try to carry with the Joe Burrow update today, he's walking. <laughs> Dude, he got a fucking calf cramp. He's cool. <laughs> like, I- I'm about to just start saying, like, look, dude. Do you think it might be that? You think, like, the the whole, like, strain might be blown out of proportion? It might something even below, like, a full strain? Like, it might have actually been, like, a calf cramp? To, well, we can try to get real nitty gritty and, and look, I, I should refrain a bit. This is not me saying I know exactly what happened because no, I wasn't fucking there guys. Okay? okay. But I saw how he fell. I observed it. And this is for my personal experience. So like I said, you guys are entitled to have whatever opinion you want, but observing from the facts that we've gathered so far, uh, uh, level one calf strain, it's probably, I mean, you think of what happens with the cramp, bro. The muscle ceases up. How can a muscle cease up? Maybe dehydration, which is a really prevalent thing. Or you simply strain the muscle and it allow it kind of like throws off the fibers and how they're functioning in a calf. And it it'll like seize up. Dude, right. I mean, they're not. Yes, a player deals with cramps, and cramps can be continuous seizing. That's why, you know, one is sometimes labeled as just calf cramps. And But it can be a culmination of both. But the overarching theme is that it's fucking minor of minor, guys. Like, and, and this is what I had to make crystal clear. It's Joe Burrow. It was day two of camp, and yeah. fuck, football's back. That's why. That's why it's the big deal like this is, okay? Like... We got a month. Like people, bro, people were responding from the tweet today that they were like, they were just so grateful and amazed that Joe was walking normal and leisurely the trainer room. Like it, it just keeps coming back to what I've been saying, man. He's fucking fine. Like you, it's just, I don't even have to say anymore. So just everybody expect him to be good. Like he is going to be fine. Like probably no pain or anything in just a few days. Like it's already Wednesday. A doctor said seven to ten days, but here's how it's gonna go. Zach and them probably aren't gonna fucking play them for two, three, maybe four weeks. Cause why the fuck do they have to? Okay? 
So I think some people are taking that as, uh oh, that's how extensive his injury recovery is going to be. What did you oh. say? Like you've pointed out in the past, it was like, oh, Trey Hendrickson, you have a little bit of soreness. Okay, you're, you're, you're no, you're not gonna. We're good. You know what exactly, I mean, bro? Yes, like Jamar Chase. Oh, you're good against uh uh what was it uh, um the Tennessee the Tennessee game? Nah, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. Oh, Joe Mixon, you're good for the Chiefs game. No, we're not doing that. We're gonna wait. No, that it's crazy. Exactly. I mean, and oh yeah, well this this guy is fucking Joe Burrow. You know, let alone these Jamar and Joe who are really important, uh, Joe Mixon. But yeah, dude, that's it. You know, there's no more need to be said about it. Uh, you guys should feel completely confident. And and Zach is beating around the bush. I feel like he may be having a bit of fun. He's kind of saying the same shit indirectly. He's like, yep, he's good. Yeah, he's fine. Like, I mean, yeah, it's like you guys have heard what it is. This is Zach probably, you know, portraying the media. You guys have heard what it is, but, like, they're probably just having fun at this point. Like, dude, God, like, he's – like, you see these people? Like, they're going crazy out here, dude, like, thinking he's ruined. But, yeah, dude, Joe's going to be fine soon. I'm sure he'll be outside of practice soon too. Oh, um, other thing I – he's he, out here. I'll be quick. Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This, there's a there's a rumor going around. I know a lot of people are believing it. A lot of people are not believing it. So the the thing that Jamar tweeted, I think, was kind of revealing. You know, he said people always lying on here or something like that, talking about Twitter. And it was the day that you know Dov and a bunch of bunch of like you know those outlet channels were saying that. I guess Joe Burrow was going to be in the Netflix series for season two. So I just think like if, if he actually did somehow accept that deal, which it, in my opinion, how the Bengals kind of announced that they're doing their own series, it doesn't make sense that they would do the Netflix thing right now, just because, you know, the Bengals do got their own thing. Oh my gosh, bro. I forgot about that. We got to talk about that shit, bro. We haven't even brought it up yet. <laughs> crazy yeah, yeah breaking news guys beggars are having their own tv show no that's crazy bro that's fire that like, is fire as fuck bro let's go dude all right listen on the real uh after we head out bro in the next coming days i want to do some more research on that because we yeah. talk about that bro that is so cool fuck i forgot to post about that and everything bro damn <laughs> that is fire shit bro so we are going off we are having our unconventional way of hard knocks. That's so sick, dude. I can't wait to see how it turns out. That, that's just that that's that goes to show that you know the me, that media team, bro, is just undefeated. I think Katie just she or Elizabeth, right? Sorry, I yeah. get them mixed. She she is doing an amazing job, bro. Like she Too many is first. She's super hipped. Like she is hipped. And these new things, these new upgrades that they made to the stadium. Oh my gosh, bro. Like they're they're really looking like 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 the way that Exactly, bro. It's just cutting edge. I mean um it's so cool, bro. Like I, I can't wait. I think uh I said this in the space a week or two ago. So I'm like, it's gonna be so cool to Look back on the 360 scope of what the 2020s Bengals were. You know, obviously you're going to yeah. see the greatness of number nine, number one, number five, and the trio and the defense and Luna Rumo and all these guys. But you're going to see the head of this machine, the FO, being of Duke's masterclass. But these women, man, Katie, yeah. like it's really trailblazing. They are trailblazers in the NFL league, dude. Like, oh, it, yeah been women or men 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 and men but like bro we are such a great fucking franchise right now and the face is a win dude it's fucking yeah i mean it's just freaking cool like i mean the media i mean we've just seen an absolute 360 on the media team right i thought that that thing was funniest fuck today when they posted on instagram it was like mike hilton walking by and he was like 
have she, they were like have a have a good day at practice and he was like you too and they were yeah. like us too and then they just start practicing i was like that was so creative like that oh shit they posted that today yeah bro it was so funny (laughs) maybe maybe they posted it the other day i don't have you seen it did you watch it i need to see that i I love it bro after this after we get off here go on instagram and watch that bro it's so funny it's like something i feel like you would make like it was it was funny yeah i I do that shit all the time i'm like oh (laughs) thanks man (laughs) we gotta get got to get fire content in cleveland too because that's another thing i want to like i want to see how shitty cleveland is compared to cincinnati's like hype up and stuff like that you know what i mean i'm not trying to hear it but i'm sure we're gonna hear freaking bro i thought about that shit i'm like <laughs> look I, we'll see i'm it, it may get wild like if i'm surrounded by these barking fucking Weirdos, <laughs> like I don't know, dude. We'll we'll see, we'll see, but uh, we'll we'll definitely keep more of that fun shit for uh, later on. But yeah, dude. I mean, I think we hit on many great points in this pod today, um, guys. Packed schedule for this upcoming week. It is Wednesday morning at one a.m. I'm tired as fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we got to practice today. Uh, maybe. Uh, I think we've gone two days in a row. Um. Do they do two two and one off? Two on, one off? I can pull it up right now, Brody. Okay, I'll cool. Be- yeah, yeah. Go ahead, pull up the uh, schedule for this week. Because, uh, guys, we'll definitely be posting another podcast. Maybe two. Maybe an emergency one. If a uh, fucking, you know, extension is imminent. We'll see. I think I lost you. No, nah, no. Nah, I was just waiting. I thought you were looking it up. Oh, there we go. Okay, I was worried for a second. It said my internet was offline. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? Okay, so they are actually off today. Yeah, they're off today. Um, they go back tomorrow, Friday, Sun. Oh, my gosh. Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday. So they get Saturday off. Okay, yep, yep. So I was right. Yeah, so it sounds like the two on, one off. Which yep. Is, um, all right, cool. Yeah, you know, so we're uh, getting this on the off day, and yeah, we'll be with you guys later in the week. Um, I will be on vacation here August 9th to the 19th, so I'll fit in content when I can. He's getting it. I, I got to break this news, guys. Number zero for Cincinnati Bengals here. He's been taking all of his off-season trips. He's getting all his vacations out the way before – before this season really ramps up, huh? Well, um, <laughs> I, I've been cut. I I can't beat around the bush anymore. Really? You got Yep. Yeah. It, it, well, listen, dude, it's been pretty hard. Um, you know, these past few days, you know, obviously throughout this podcast, I've been trying to beat around the bush. I'm a, well, uh, what my production could have been in practice, well, because I wasn't there. Uh, did you? Had a badge in, like your badge didn't work, like kind of like Jamal. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I even showed up early, you know. Wow. The early bird gets the worm type of shit, dude. Like I'm committed, you know. I'm that <laughs> dude. I can be that dude, you know. And obviously it starts off the field. Uh, but like it, it hurts, man. Because think about it. Like before you even get on the field, like you got to clock in. You got to put I, – I couldn't even clock in. They did yeah. let me. That'll be the – that'll be the – reason why forever you know uh, the biggest what if so that's gonna be (laughs) you might be able to make the xfl man (laughs) xfl legend let's go (laughs) the journey begins now once reed snack gets cut i'll fucking team up with him to create a juggernaut all right bro well um appreciate you i'm pretty sure that's everything we need to hit on yes um appreciate you guys for listening to another episode of the all things Bengals podcast have a good one bro Peace. Yup.